Okay. First thing first, and for me that's ends. I floss, so I know you gon' let me pimp bands if I want it. No matter the cost, I'll get it. It's mine, so I know you gon' let me spend it. My click made it known. We about had a thing. Fourth thing, so I know you gon' let us blame it. Big shit, shut it down. I come through, they say I'm wrong, but I know you gon' let me do what I do. If I die, I ain't gon' hide that I show mine. I know you gon' respect it. I know you gon' let me shine. I know you ain't gon' step. I know you know I don't time. Put the bus, and I know you don't want that. You see a bitless coming on a late Sunday. I know you know that's cash money making ass coming. We be laying it down. Don't give a fuck, nigga. I'm up now. So I know you gon' let us on, nigga. I know you see the jury is concerned and all you shine. I know you see the bulge under the shirt. Don't be dry. I know you people wishing that one day we gon' stop. I know you recognize we got the gang on the block. I know you see the bitless, the bras, the dubs. I know you see the thugs. You don't wanna see no blood. I know you people wishing that one day we gon' stop. I know you recognize we got the gang on Yes. Yes, I'm back. Let's go. This your boy King Known Uncensored. Oh boy. I'm back once again on y'all. We got New Music Fridays on a Sunday. <laughs> but before we can get to the music, we got a lot to talk about. I know I'm a little behind on this shit. Excuse my tardiness, but I'm here now. So, what's the deal on the kill, bro? Not much. I've been chilling. But, um, let's see. When was this? Earlier this week, um, it was reported via TikTok, right? That BG, rapper BG, if you are unfamiliar with him, which some of you should be. If you're really like into this hip hop shit or whatever, right? Um, BG was a member of the rap group The Hot Boys back in the uh, late '90s, early 2000s, and he had started his independent wave, but he was arrested on gun charges, and you know, he had been locked down for a good 13, 14 years. But it turns out it wasn't BG. I don't know who that guy was, but it for damn sure wasn't BG. The dude looked like Jaquees. You know what I'm saying? They, they, it looks like they let out Jaquees. E E E E E. So Jaquees is free. E E E E. But. Wow, is all I have to say because even Gucci Man came out and offered him like um like a million dollar record deal and shit. You know, it's unfortunate, man. Um, We don't know the exact release date of BG. But free BG, though. The Chicago Bulls are hoping to get Lonzo Ball back at the beginning of 2023. Um, He's been suffering from that uh, 
knee injury for a very long time. And he has yet to log in any minutes this season. And speaking of the Bulls, there is a lot of speculation going on in Chicago. And there is speculation that the Chicago Bulls may be on the verge of a fire sale. Because um, of the fact that Chicago has started off poorly this season. Because even I had said that this Chicago Bulls team was going to be solid, was going to be better than they were last year. And it turns out there's a lot of disappointment. I have told you guys time and time again that DeMar DeRozan, you cannot win a championship with DeMar DeRozan as your best player. It's just impossible. You cannot trust this dude. Like, I've been telling people for years that DeMar DeRozan's a hell of a regular season player. But when the playoffs come, that is his kryptonite. Like, this dude has only gotten out of the first round twice his entire career. You know, he made it all the way to the uh, conference finals once, and then all they did was trade him for Kawhi Leonard. And the Raptors, that same Raptors team that he's been carrying to the playoffs, wins the championship. I mean, some people have championship pedigree and some people have regular season pedigree. I'm not going to place the whole blame on DeRozan, though. I'm going to more so place the blame on Chicago's defense. They have been very disappointing. I mean, to have the Golden Bruce Vigils, not necessarily known for his defense per se, but, you know, you added Andre Drummond, you know what I'm saying, who is an okay shot blocker. But I feel like it's lack of effort on the defensive. I mean, Zach Levine is not known for his defense. He's not. Like, Zach Levine is great offensively, but defensively, he's pedestrian. DeMar DeRozan, you know, has not been known for defense. The dude couldn't steal anything. So, you got to be disappointed in a team like Chicago, who has three all-stars on the team. So the teams in the NBA are monitoring the availability of Zach Levine, DeMar DeRozan, and Nikola Vucevic, meaning that Chicago is looking to tank. Or they're at least thinking about the possibility of the idea of tanking. Now, one team, of course, that is thinking about uh, making a deal with them is, of course, the Los Angeles Fakers. Of course. The whores of the NBA. The Los Angeles Lakers are looking at the possibility of trading for DeMar DeRozan and Nikola Vucevic, looking to offer their two first-round picks in Russell Westbrook. Now, Chicago has not responded. It's the Lakers that are making these offers. 
and I'm pretty sure that it's going to cost them a pretty penny if they're ever going to get the Rosen and Vucevic. I mean, honestly, bro, a LeBron James for DeMar DeRozan and Nikola Vucevic, that sounds like a better deal to me. Because we know the pedigree of LeBron James and what he can bring to a team. And, you know, LeBron and Zach Levine would be a formidable duo over there in, um, you know, in Chicago. Not going to hold you. Then Andre Drummond moves into the starting lineup. Alex Caruso, who was his former teammate, wouldn't be a bad idea to me. I know a lot of y'all going to be like, what the fuck do you mean you trade LeBron James? I mean, you're getting DeMar DeRozan and Vucevic in return. Use your common sense. <laughs> but I told y'all about that goddamn DeRozan. You can't trust him. I mean, he did have an MVP caliber season last year. But that's all he is, is season hype. Nothing more, nothing less. Great player, though. Probably a future Hall of Famer. But it's what I am on the Chicago Bulls. Now let's move on. Chris Middleton ended up returning um, against the Los Angeles Lakers uh, Friday. I think that game was Friday. Where the Lakers and the Bucks delivered a classic. Where Giannis and his two buddies, Drew Holiday and Chris Middleton, went against LeBron James and Anthony Davis. And Anthony Davis put on a clinic against Giannis Antetokounmpo. As the Lakers and Bucks matchups are always classic. But the game was incredible. I mean, you had LeBron with 21, 11, and 8, which is very good. Anthony Davis, though, 44 points and 10 rebounds. Russell Westbrook, 15 points, 11 assists, and 7 rebounds. This is the best game that James Davis and Westbrook have played. But my thoughts, that was a classic game right there. Middleton, Middleton did well in, uh, in his return. Middleton did all right. I mean, 17 points, 7 assists. That's not bad. Giannis had 40 points, 7 rebounds. Drew Holiday, 28 and, and, and 9 and 6. Not bad. Bobby Portis, 15 and 10. This was a really classic game, and it came down to a couple of buckets. The New Orleans Pelicans. Man, oh man, oh man. If those guys can just stay healthy. But however, with that, they are currently on a four-game winning streak. And they are meeting my expectations early on. I can't say if they have surpassed my expectations yet. Because I expected them to have a good season once Ingram, CJ McCollum, and uh, Zion Williamson were all on the floor together. 
They are currently right now third in the West right now at 15 and 8. I mean, Zion Williamson is having an all-star caliber season. He is a man on a mission. And then on top of that, you have to factor in McCollum's leadership, Ingram's raw playing, Jonas Valley and Sunis' uh, consistency, Trey Murphy's emergence, Herb Jones, even though he's been hurt the last couple of games, Herb Jones has locked down the other team's best player, Jose Alvarado, who had a crazy game in the after he had what? 30, 32, 33 points off the bench today. The Pelicans are a well-rounded team. And they are going to be a threat this year. Not necessarily a championship contender yet, but for years to come. The Los Angeles Lakers waived Matt Ryan. Damn, that's tough. Matt Ryan's not only doing bad in the NBA, but also the NFL. <laughs> Damn it, man. Al Horford gets a two-year, $20 million extension. That's what's up. The old man, the veteran of the uh, Boston Celtics, gets another couple of years to stick around. That ought to be fun. I mean, I don't see nothing wrong with this. I mean, you got to have your veterans, you know what I'm saying? You got to pay your people. Al Horford had some big games for Boston. The Brooklyn Nets have been in talks with the Atlanta Hawks surrounding a John Collins trade. That's very interesting. I'm interested to see, like, who would they give up in that trade? Because you got to think about it. Um, Collins has been the subject of many trade talks, you know, because they like Onyeka Okungu and they feel like he's better than John Collins, which I don't know. I couldn't tell you who's better. But what I can tell you is if the Nets do get John Collins, I mean, him and uh, what's his face? Nick Claxton would be a decent front court. I mean, you already got Kyrie. You already got Kevin Durant. Like, who would you give up? I mean, obviously, Joe Harris would be the first person that I would give up for sure. Then maybe Cam Thomas can fly Pelican fly over there in the ATL. Dayron Sharp in a pick. I wouldn't necessarily trade Royce O'Neal, TJ Warren, or the Morris Twins. So, we got a lot to think about. Now, I know this is unrelated to basketball, and uh, but this is still like urban culture. Antonio Brown. There are reports that came out that Antonio Brown had barricaded himself in the house after a warrant was uh, issued for his arrest for domestic violence. But my thing is... As of two days ago, the police is still waiting on him to come out. Like, what is the story? What is going on? It seemed like there was, like, traction on the story, and it randomly just stopped. 
and we don't know if the um issue is resolved. Then you know it's alleged that Brown has guns on him. Okay, but according to fansighted.com, Brown has not been arrested. There have been multiple attempts to take, but there's not an ongoing standoff. Police say he's not communicating. So, I don't understand, like, the news media has been irresponsible with this story, in my opinion. Because there hasn't been a result. He hasn't been arrested. It just seems like they have a warrant for his arrest and he's just not communicating and turning himself in. How serious is this situation? Why the fuck would you report this shit? Anyway, speaking of bullshit, Kanye West went to Twitter. Again, you know, speaking of more crazy nigga news, Kanye West has said that he caught Kim Kardashian with Chris Paul. Damn, Kim? You slanging wood or you slanging that pussy to CP tree? You want some of that point guard, huh? <laughs> you want some of that point guard around? You know, because Kanye posted a picture of Paul. I caught him with him. And allegedly, there is possible confirmation of this because during the promotion of Certified Lover Boy, as you know, Drake and Kanye West were back and forth with their uh, beef. You know, they're uh, recording Booth Beef. It seems as Drake, his uh, bodyguard Chubbs, and another uh, individual were wearing Chris Paul jerseys as an attempt to promote the album. Petty, 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 petty. This story is hilarious. All right. Question. Did Lotto, Glorilla, and Gangsta Boot deliver? Lotto released a new single featuring Glorilla and Gangsta Boot called Fuck the Club Up, FTCU. Even though Tear the Club Up, Fuck the Club Up has been overused and Weak Ass Bitch has been overused, I would like to see another one of uh, 3 Six Mafia's records, you know, covered. You know, that's one of the songs that constantly gets covered, you know, Tear the Club Up. Um, I'm going to be honest. I expected a little bit more from it, but it's a decent little record, though. 
It should be like a light top 40 hit, light top 40 at 40. But it isn't incredible. You know, I've heard better from both artists. Not gonna hold you. And the fact that Gangsta Boo only did like background vocals and stuff, that sucked. I wanted to hear a verse. I can't say that they delivered, but I can say they did okay. Just okay. Does James Harden have a return date? Because I heard reports that James Harden is set to return. Allegedly, he is set to return on Monday. So he gets to make his first return to Houston. Harden has been out since November the second due to a strained right foot tendon. Be good to see him. The Philadelphia 76ers have seemed to hold it down quite well with the losses of Harden and Kyrie Maxey. Maxey is set to be back in the week. So Philadelphia can get on their shit and back on their bullshit. Million, another million dollar question. Has Killian Hayes finally arrived? It seems like it. Because, you know, I've been hard on Killian Hayes, and it's because of the fact that he's a first-round pick. It took him a lot longer to develop than many of the people that were drafted after him and before him, with the exception of Patrick Williams. But if you look at the last four games, Killian Hayes has scored 22 points and had eight assists. 11 points, 16 points and 8 assists, 17 assists, 8 rebounds and 9 assists. So he has been playing a lot better. His shooting percentage can improve a little bit. Um, his aggression and tenacity could be a lot more consistent. But has um, it been like... Um, Arrived though. Not quite, but he's getting there. You know, that's the story of his career. He's getting there. He's getting there. But hopefully, we can see Killian be aggressive once everybody from the Pistons is back. Cade Cunningham seems to have a stress fracture in that shin. They fear that. Um. It's a possibility. I feel like this. Cade needs to have the surgery. Like, immediately. And then during the rehab, you know, he can get stronger. Thank you. 
get Greg Hill because Cage wants to play on, on this on this fucked up shit. I mean, he could and, and do what Kawhi Leonard and all those guys are doing. Lakers are seven and two in their last nine games. I mean, you kind of expected them. I mean, a team with LeBron James and Anthony Davis, you kind of expect them to get their shit together because they're still regarded as superstars. And the healthy Anthony Davis is like a top five player in the league, and especially a healthy and aggressive Anthony Davis. I mean, you know, I predicted 42 games, you know, and I felt like that because I was definitely disappointed in the last year because I picked the Lakers last year to win 51 games. This is the Lakers team that I expected two years ago with Carmelo and Dwight Howard there. Nas and 21 Savage have made a peace record, even though there wasn't any beef to begin with. It was just 21 saying that Nas isn't irrelevant in today's music, which is not correct. Which is not correct. And then even Boosie came out and said that not Jay-Z and Nas is irrelevant. First of all, relevancy is for young niggas. Relevancy is for young niggas. Who gives a fuck about relevancy? Besides anyone that is between the ages of 16 to 30. And even the uh, artists that are in my age group are not caring about relevancy. They care about making good music. Isn't that what it's really supposed to be about anyway? Who gives a fuck about who's relevant and who's not? Relevancy might sell you a couple of records and make you a couple of bucks, but that doesn't um, guarantee longevity. And for the record, Jay-Z has been relevant. And, and, it, and it wasn't, it's not bad for a guy who's over the age of 50. Nas is turning 50 next year. And Nas's last three albums, you can definitely call classics. But then again, Nas and 21 Savage released a record called uh, One Mike and One Gun. And it's produced by, of course, the legendary hit boy. And man, oh man, oh man. 
This record is dope as fuck. You know, and 21 Savage defends his comments. And it's kind of like an apology note to Nas, in a way. Kind of like I let Nas down a little bit. With Nas defending 21, I guess. But the record is incredible. I love it. December 9th, man. Wow. December 9th is going to be nuts. And, you know, a lot of West Coast heavyweights are dropping on the 9th. Allegedly. This is the real date of the West Coast Supergroup, Mount Westmore, which contains Snoop Dogg, E-40, Too Short, and Ice Cube. These are four guys who are West Coast legends and could very well be the West Coast Mount Rushmore. If you think about it. And the, they only have one feature on the album from Pilo. But the track list has come out. And I am highly interested because these are four icons that I grew up loving their music. Then also, Absol is set to come out on the night. I mean, Absol hasn't dropped an album since Do Without Will, and he hasn't missed as far as albums is concerned with me. I mean, it's about time that Top Dog is starting to fucking, you know, get their shit together. Because, you know, all they had released this year was, was Kendrick Lamar. Actually, um, Absol pushed his album back to the 16th. I apologize about that error. But to replace TDE member for TDE, TDE member, someone else very important has announced her date. SZA is dropping her new album, S.O.S., on December 9th, y'all. Man, I'm excited because everyone has anticipated SZA to drop. This is the most anticipated album to come out this whole year. And according to the King Known calendar, this is next year. All of this stuff will be included next year. Everything that comes out from this week and on. And that goes for the King Known Awards, of course. And then another random group has emerged, and they are set to drop on December 9th. And that's the group, the Inmates. And the group contains the Dog Pound, which is um, Daz and Corrupt, of course. You're unfamiliar with who Daz and Corrupt is. They were a rap group that was signed into Death Row in the early 90s. And then also, this was technically the Dog Pound Gangsta Click. But they just rebranded and changed their names to the inmates. 
Also a member of the group is the Lady of Rage, one of the more underrated rappers of the 90s and a female who I included on my top 15 or top 25 female rappers of all time list. Lady of Rage, I heard a record with the inmates and Lady of Rage just sauteed everybody on there, even Corrupt. I view as a top 100 all-time rapper. Um, and then the last member of the inmates is rapper RBX, another rapper that was signed to Death Row Records in the early 90s. RBX is underrated and nice. Oh, man. So, someone was arrested for the rapper Takeoff's murder, and his name is DJ Cat. And he's, from, he's a popular DJ in Houston. Um, he was caught with a large amount of money and a passport. And it looked like he was trying to leave the country. So did he do this? We don't know the motive yet. So y'all just relax and strap on your seatbelts. Kawhi Leonard and Paul George will join the Lakers on their upcoming four-game road trip, which means that it can spell a possible return for uh, Kawhi Leonard, who was favoring, a, a, I think it was an injured ankle, and Paul George, who was also injured. I forgot the uh, injury that he suffered, but it looks like they'll both be back. All right, let's get to this music. Let's get to the music box. Rapper Chinks Drugs. Or should I say deceased rapper Chinks Drugs dropped his new project, CR6, which stands for Cocaine Riot 6, and is labeled as his third album. And you know, I'm a fan of Chinks. I love Chinks music. Man, Cheeks was on his way to being successful, man. Man, I wish I knew who produced these, these beats, man. Let me go to Genius, man. Because the production this week, ladies and gentlemen, has been flooded with great production. To Cheek's new album CR6. Straight out the gate. Man, that beat is incredible. That's how you start an album. Rolling in the Dope featuring Coke Boy Zach. Pretty decent song. Not bad at it at all. But um, I don't care for the drill aspect of that record, but it's okay. Jackpot. Fire. Check this out featuring Benny the Butcher and JFK Wax. Bruh. All three of these niggas killed this beat. Bodied it. Fucking bodied it, I swear. Lonely featuring Offset. This is another dope collab. Love it. If I was you. A banger. Still down. It's decent, but I like the, the hook. 
I like the vibe of the track. It's definitely giving like late 90s, early 2000s vibe as far as like the hook is concerned. Two on me featuring yours truly XYZ. Solid. Wide open. Man. This this should be a strip club banger song. You know what I'm saying? This should be like played in strip clubs across America. Get Money Digger featured Red Cafe. Jalil Beats. Kill that beat. Red Cafe. I don't know. I've just never been fond of Red Cafe. He's always been a great value fabulous to me. Or a great value fabulous with Obi Trice's voice. Never been too fond of him as an MC. He's okay. He does okay on here. Don't want to talk featuring Cold Boy Zach and uh, French Montana. This was pretty decent. On purpose featuring Sizzla. This was all right. All in all, Jinx Drugs shows the possible potential of what could have been. I think Jinx Drugs would have been a star. Not necessarily a superstar, but a star nonetheless. I think he would be like on the Dave East level. He would be talked about like a Dave East. You know, somebody that's on that stratosphere. And Cocaine Riot 6 is a hell of a project with dope lyrics and banger after banger after banger with A-plus production. Now let's move on to Finesse 2 times 90 days. Now, this is my first time ever hearing Finesse 2 times. You know, I hear his name. And he could possibly be a Rookie of the Year candidate going into next year. And uh, let's start with going straight into intro. Fire. Finesse two times destroys this beat. He's getting a lot of Kevin Gates comparisons. Um, I can see why. I see a lot of Moneybag Yo him. I mean, he's a part of the Mob Ties crew, of course. Rapping that heavy. I think he's out of Memphis. Like, Memphis has a... Is, is on a run. This is... You know what this Memphis run reminds me of? It reminds me of that run that Houston had around 04 to like 07. That's what that reminds me of. Um... Because you got Finesse two times, you got Gotti, you got Money Bags, you got Black Youngster, you got Glorilla, you got, uh, I think that dude's name is Big 30. You got, uh, what's the old boy name? I can't think of his name. God damn. Oh, well, of course, Dolph, rest in peace. He was a part of that, you know, before he passed. Got so many. Uh, it's another cat that I listened to from Memphis that I, that's, I can't think of the kid's name. I bet you it comes, comes to be 
after I record. That's how it always happens, man. But anyway, going straight into his fire. Outside. Pretty solid. Uh, nothing special about it. Get even. I love this song. I love this song, man. He's dropping a lot of gems and jewels, man. Finesse the P. As disrespectful as you can possibly get on a rap song. I love it. Rules to the streets. Pretty dope song. Pretty solid. Still with it, with Takey, dope. Back in, yo, I love this song. I love Back In, man. It's one of the uh, best songs on here. But nobody with Gucci Mane. But that's two times that Gucci Mane shot that shit up, niggas. That. Is the best song on this album. Little Baby, uh, that's a ghetto love song. Just okay. Overdose, uh, Black Visa with Moneybag Yo. Moneybag Yo body this, this, this song. Humble, pretty solid. If you're still with me, feature a little baby. Not my favorite. I expected a little bit more out of that collaboration. Um, Samo. This is the second single. This is okay. Um, go. This is all right. All in all, finesse two times. Um, the strengths of the album is he's consistent. You know, he has a lot of dope punchlines. His delivery is pretty repetitive. But his, the weaknesses is, it seems like all the songs contain the same subject matter. It seems like everything, don't your subject matter sound the same? Then he uses the same flow on every song. It's kind of like you know what to expect. Like, if Finesse two times switches his flow up now and again, I think he could last very long in this rap game. But I wouldn't want Finesse two times to become another DaBaby. Which is another rapper that he is kind of similar to. But I can say that 90 Days is way better than any DaBaby project. I can give Finesse two times that. Maybe with the exception of the uh, album that DaBaby um, dedicated to his brother, but 90 Days is a pretty good listen, it's a solid project, definitely going to be listening and going back to some of these songs, last but certainly not least, Metro Bowman wants some more nigga, Heroes and Villains, the second album from Metro Bowman, man, I was not expecting that, because the, uh, album that was released, uh, before this, it was kind of disappointing. But this album, my nigga, 
that Metro Boomin just put out. Use your common sense. This is fire. Fire. And I'm going to show you why. On time featuring John Legend. John Legend bodies this. I was impressed. Superhero. Heroes and villains featuring Chris Brown and Future. Man. I wish I thought Chris Brown was gonna come on the third verse and rap and flame that shit out. Turns out he had an interlude. I was kind of disappointed by the interlude because I thought Chris was gonna come on there and blow that bitch up. Turns out he didn't do that. But it's not a bad song either. I enjoyed it. Too many nights featuring Don Tolliver and Future. Pretty cool. Pretty cool track. Raindrops with Travis Scott. Man, Travis Scott should come back, man. It's about that time we've been waiting on Utopia. Like, I'm turning into Skeletal Remains waiting on this Utopia album. It's got me anticipating this project so much because Travis is a great artist. You know, he's not an MC. And I realized that once I found out people were writing for him. I was like, oh, he's the deliverer of the message. And that's completely fine. But we just can't have you in no more top rapper conversations. We're going to have you in top artist conversations. You belong with the Drakes of the world. And there are needs for those type of people. Umbrella featuring 21 Savage and Young Nutty. Man, this shit was dope. 21 Savage and Metro Booming are an elite duo. And they should come back and do another project together. Trance featuring Travis Scott and Young Thug. Oh, man. More fire, more fire upon them. More flyer on the blood clock. Team! Metro Spider featuring Young Thug. Um, this is okay. Just okay. I Can't Save You featuring Future and Don Tolliver. This is pretty cool. Wish it could have been a full length song. I think this would have done a lot better at the full length uh, record. Creepin' featuring Weekend and 21 Savage. I love this cover of Mario Winans and P. Diddy's I Don't Wanna Know. I love that, this fucking song. This could be on the in the song of the year conversation. This could be number one next year. I'm calling it right now. I see it in the stratosphere. The crystal ball says that Creepin' is going to be a number one song. This track does not disappoint. Now, Agra Falls Footer 2 featuring 21 and Travis Scott. Another banger. This nigga Metro has put together a, a perfect project. Damn near. Walk them down. Don't kill civilians featuring 21 Savage and Mustafa. The only thing I didn't like about this is that, that Mustafa track, Don't Kill Civilians, should have been a separate song. I think it would have been 10 times better. 
21 Savage part was fire, though. And Mustafa's part, part was solid. Lock on me, featuring Travis Scott and Future. Dope. Every song that Travis was on, I was like, man, I want Utopia, and I want it now. Feel the Fire, featuring ASAP Rocky and Takeoff. Man. I kind of wonder, would Takeoff be on here if he didn't die? Or was this plan? I don't know. But it was good to hear Takeoff and ASAP Rocky on the same song. Rocky is dope. All the Money, featuring Metro Boomin and, and Gunna. Fire, free gunna, free thugger. All in all, man, Metro Boomin, Heroes and Villains, this is a classic album. I usually don't throw that C word around unless I, uh, you know, unless I mean it. on this is very simple dude like metro boomin has put out a class all of these records are bangers over half of these songs on this album could be a single and i enjoyed this project in its entirety from top to bottom and i love the production i think all three of these projects that i viewed today had very great production all right, guys, that is my show. This is King Known Uncensored. New Music Fridays for the week of December the 2nd. I'm gone.